Hey guys, it's Kenzie, and welcome back to the Keep It Colorful podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another beautiful Tuesday. Today is different than any other day because I am joined by a very special guest who I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, I'm uh, Kenzie's grandfather, better known as Dinosaur Jim. (laughs) Uh, That's what everybody calls me anyway in the family. Yeah, so he has been my grandpa for the past 18 years, which is so (laughs) weird to say. I almost said 17 for the past 18 years. And I have to say, I've definitely gained a lot of wisdom from him. And honestly, I just feel like we get Thank along. You. Yeah, no, awesome. <laughs> Always, um, we get along on a very different level than I do with other family men, uh, other family members. So I've been wanting to have him on the podcast for a really long time. He's also like the podcast number one supporter. So I feel like he should be on the podcast. <laughs> I listen to every one of them. Yeah. So I have some fun questions for you today. And oh, here I'm we go. go. <laughs> I'm gonna pull them up. So, my first question for you is, what is the most important lesson you've learned in life? It's a very loaded question. I guess the best question, best way I can answer that is a former first sergeant I had when I was in the service told me never do anything, never not do anything that you wouldn't ask somebody else to do. So, if I'm going to turn around and tell you to do something, then I better be willing to do it myself. Uh, I find that to be pretty much the way I, I, I run my life. All the soldiers and everybody I've already, always talked to, I always said that to them, is that I'm not going to do anything I'm not going to ask for, do myself. Yeah, I, I think that's a very important lesson is like, I would never expect somebody to do something that I wouldn't be willing to right. do myself. Exactly. Like, I would never ask you to do this laundry list of things if I'm not willing to, like, buckle down and do it myself. And, like, it's okay to ask for help and ask people for things. But, like you said, at the end of the day, like, it is all a give and take. You have to be willing to Well, there's help a lot others. of people out there. It's like, it's, it, in some ways, this society has become a me society. Mm-hmm. And what can society do for me? What can society do for, or what? hundred percent. But you got to look at what can you do for society? A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, uh, you just can't sit there and have people give you everything and expect to go anywhere. You turn around and have to turn around and like I say, be part of the pro- solution. hundred percent. You're not yeah. going to find a, You're not going to find a solution unless you're part of that. You're solution. not nearly going to find as much in life. If you're constantly saying, what can you do for me? What can people do for me? Instead of like you said, applying yourself and saying, what can I do for others? What can I do to make somebody else's day better? What can right. I do to support our world and make it a better place? A hundred percent. There's so much more that not only you, but our world is going to get out of having that kind of mentality than just being like, well, what can you do for me? What well, can I get out of this? A lot of that has become around a sense the nine you know, since COVID too. I mean, yeah. Uh, and and every generation is different. I mean, I've gone through let's see seven generations <laughs> per se. Uh, being over over almost eighty years old, yeah. not quite, but getting there. Hope they'll live that long. But uh, things have changed a lot since I was born in the forties. I've gone through the fifties, the sixties, and every generation, every ten years, or every so many years, everything changes. Yeah. And if you're not willing to change and go along with the new outcome uh, or the new generation or the new outlook in life, then you're not going to go anywhere and you're going to be left behind thinking you are ahead, but you're not going to be ahead. You're going to be behind. And again, it's all because you're not going to be willing to do, again, not doing what 
you expect other people to do. 100%. That was a very good answer. Okay, my next question is kind of piggybacking off of that question, although you can feel free to take a different approach with this. But um, my second question to you is, what life advice would you pass along to anybody? I know you've passed along a lot to me in the past 18 years I've spent with it's you. So. It's a tough question. It's a very loaded a very question. tough question. Loaded question. Very loaded. Yeah. It's like a 12-gauge shotgun loaded <laughs> and a 30-gauge rifle. But uh, I think, again, it's do what you want to do. Have a dream. Try to live that dream. But be willing to change if you need to. That's very I've important. I've changed my career, my outlook in life. Again, like I said earlier, if you're not willing to change Mm -hmm. and you're going to be stuck in the mud and you're not going anywhere. Yeah. So you need to be willing to change. You need to say, okay, yeah, I didn't go that way, but I still have a dream that I want to do this. Yeah. I still have a dream I want to do that. Uh, You have a dream of being a dancer. And as I told you, I support that 100%. I hope someday I do be able to buy a ticket to Broadway. <laughs> I told you that at your first dance recital. Oh, back yeah, you did. Many years ago. Uh, your brother, his dream of being a sports broadcaster, your, the things your mother has done uh, to really do a lot of people, take a lot of people's thoughts and say, holy crap, she was able to do all this stuff. As I said to her earlier, earlier this week, based on what she's been going through, a lot of people sit and say, I can't do this. I can't do this. Well, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Everybody can do what they want to do if they want to prone and put, strive for it and push for it. Yeah. Uh, she has gone on, and as you well know, and a lot of people out there know because they've heard her and saw what she's done, she has made me the proudest father in the world. Because of things that she's done and the things she's going to do. And hopefully I can be around long enough to see her go on. And as I I hope someday she gets her doctorate. And I can now call her Dr. Hildreth. (laughs) Now I call her Professor Hildreth. Or Professor Phelps, excuse me. Professor Phelps. And one day I want to call her Dr. Hildreth. And be proud that she's one of the only one in the family who made that, you know, goal. You, like I said, I want to see you on Broadway. Or have your own studio <laughs> or whatever you go on to do to be here, to be part of that. Number one thing in my life is family. Uh, so I tell people there's two things that make me, that keep me alive is one is my family. I have all you, you grandkids, all my great future, great grandkids, <laughs> if I have any, uh, but all my kids and all my nieces and nephews and that, I have those to live for. Yeah. The second thing that keeps me alive is my job. To keep working. To keep striving for something. And I enjoy working. I mean, a lot of people think I'm stupid. I'm 72 years old. I could retire if I wanted to, but I don't want to. Okay, guys. So we're going to move on to question three. But we did face some technical difficulties. We recorded this entire podcast and then lost half of the footage. And... You know, that sucks. But as my grandpa just said, sometimes good things come out of the second or third try. So we're going to end off the last three questions and kind of do a take two. So moving on to question number three, um, what is the weirdest fad that you remember? 
Well, the word is fat. I can remember. There's been several of them. Many. Um, one, the one would be the platform shoes. Platform shoes. Making people taller than what they are. Yeah. So I said this when we recorded it the first time, but I feel like that's definitely weird for you because you're a naturally very tall guy. <laughs> like your entire, my entire life, you've been way taller than me, even now that I'm my full size. So. Well, if you saw some platform shoes back in the day, <laughs> you know, I mean, you look at uh, people watching the movie Tommy yeah. and Elvis John put part that he played in there with the uh, lumberjack with the lumberjack boots on and they were like eight foot, made them eight foot tall. <laughs> yeah. I would love some platform shoes. They're still kind of popular today. Yeah. I just feel like it'd be nice to be a couple extra For women's shoes, what do they call them? Wedges now, I think. Yeah, they have wedges. <laughs> they do have like sneakers nowadays yeah. that are platform too. Yeah. We also said in the last time that uh, bell bottoms, <laughs> I know you were rocking bell bottoms. Bell I know bottoms, it. satin shirts. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I know you were rocking it. I would love to see pictures Big, of you in some wide bell bottoms. Propels, oh, no. Uh, collars. <laughs> Alrighty, question number four. What are you most proud of? Well, as I said before, I'll probably get a little emotional about this. As I always do every time I mention uh, this subject or, or pertain to the subject. And that is my family and my kids. My grandkids, all of them, my nieces and nephews, my aunts, my brothers and sisters. Uh, we came from a very... Large family, for one. I mm. came, there was eight of us in my family. My mom and dad uh, worked very hard to take care of us. At that time, it was pretty normal to have a large family. So it wasn't no big thing. But my kids, I am very proud of what they have gone through. They have lived through some very, I'll tell you right now, we live some in some very bad neighborhoods and bad situations. Uh we had houses. I lived in houses that didn't have indoor ba bathrooms. <laughs> you had outdoor plumbings. I can show you pictures of that house. In fact, I still have pictures of that house. Uh, but this is something we outgrew. We, yeah. you know, and I'm very proud to say that my kids did that. You know, they could have gone, as some people say, the other way. They could have gotten in trouble. They could have joined gangs. They could have tried to get into drugs. They could have got into other things. But they didn't. They tried and persevered and developed their own style of life and are doing very, very well. And they're very proud of them. I'm very proud of them. I have, just to let people know, I have three daughters and a son that I'm very proud of. I'm very proud of the girls. Your mother, uh, what she has done with education and her education. Um, the grandkids that all four of them have blessed me with which are 11 of them and hopefully no more, but still growing, <laughs> always growing, still growing <laughs> and they're growing. I mean, uh, the oldest one is 20. That make you which feel makes old. Me old. <laughs> that make you feel old. And even to the point that the youngest one is less than a year old. Yeah, guys, I am the second oldest of the cousins, which is weird. So but... it, it makes, it makes me very old, but very proud to have all of them around. And the one thing I have always said, and I think I said it earlier, the two things that make me very proud are my my job and my family. Yeah. And uh, number one thing in my life is my family. Without them, I wouldn't be wouldn't have anything. All right, we are on our last question. 
this is a very loaded question, but <laughs> how would you like to be remembered? Oh, I guess the the way I'd really want to be remembered is that I gave everything I could and I worked hard and I was faithful. Uh, as I said earlier, I totally support my family and everything they do. And I want to leave that legacy that they will go on and strive and be better for what I have done. Uh, I feel that if, if you knew my, my dad and you do, you remember somewhat of him. I look at myself in the mirror nowadays and I see my dad. I mean, I am the spitting image of my dad 100%. Uh, Nana, your Nana always says to me, sometimes your, father, your mother always says it. They look at me and they see Grandpa. Grandpa left a legacy. He knew a lot of stories, always told a lot of stories. He cared about people like I care about people. The stories that he has, he likes to leave. He does, he's not afraid to tell them. Your grandmother, another, she was a very hardworking, loving person. She loved her grandkids. She loved her kids 100%. Loved her grandkids 1,000%. Yeah. If she would, if they were both looking down on this earth right now to see how their family, now talking my brothers and sisters, my nieces and nephews, my my kids, my grandkids, how they have turned and developed. Because again, like I said, we came from a very poor family. We we're kind of like the Waltons of Fatville, you know. But they gave us everything they could. They gave us love from both my parents. My dad worked hours. I, I very somewhat see my dad because he'd be coming in the house. I'd be going out of the house. Um, there were very few times that we actually got together to do anything. To part of the reason why I support you and your brothers and your your, your nieces and your cousins and that and, this, and what they do, especially sports, is that my dad wasn't there to see my see my ball games. He didn't couldn't support because he was busy working. My mom was there all the time. She was the biggest sport uh, sport supporter going around. She was always to all our games and always, you know, trying to be there. I try to do the same thing because, as I said to you many times, I live vicariously through you and your brothers and your cousins because I, I don't want to get old and you guys keep me young in many ways. So, but I guess that's pretty much it. I want to be there. It's a hardworking and loving person that I cared about, the people that I enjoy the best, and that you guys grow to be better. You know, um, I spent 32 years in the military, as I said before. And uh, that's part of the thing I want to leave the legacy of, that I never gave up, and I still never give up. That's why we're doing this the second time. That's why we're doing this the second time. We do, we do not give up. We talked about in the last episode this idea of having a dream and chasing it. And I think that I've learned a lot of that from my parents and from my mom and honestly just from myself. But I've learned that from you too. And just like having this dream and doing anything you can to chase it. And sometimes you have to change and you have to evolve from that. But Well, that's the thing, kind of what we said earlier, uh, is that you nowadays people, you've got to have a goal. Yeah. You've got to have a goal in life. And say that's where I want to go. But there, there, getting to that goal, there's going to be a lot of curves and stop signs and 
ditches and different things that maybe hold you up. Yeah. So you have to learn to adapt and change and go, okay, I want to be a nurse. I think I said this earlier, or maybe not. This maybe probably got erased. But I wanted to be a nurse when I got out of high school. I worked in a hospital for a while. I loved the medical field. Well, back then, men being in the nursing field wasn't a big thing. If you were a nurse in the medical field, you were kind of like uh, thought about being a little on the odd side. So I did my medical training in the military. And I that's why 32 years of what I did a lot in the military was medical. Sometimes detours are the best part of the yeah. journey. For sure. So why don't you call me out again? Last episode, you called me out. Tell them, tell them what I told you when I was a kid sitting with you and Nana in the kitchen. Yeah. About a few years ago. I'll say 12 years ago probably it was. You were probably six, seven, maybe eight years old. And you just got back from dance studio. And back, no, I think it was the, the dance studio was closed that day. That's why you said this. Because you said, I'm going to try and own my own dance studio. And it's going to be Mackenzie's dance studio. My students are, my student, it's going to be open seven days a week. My instructors are going to be working eight, nine hours a day. No days off. Everybody's going to be there no matter what. Something you will. You and will now have your, I'm going to college for dance. And you're not only going to college for dance, but you are a dance instructor. It's not your own studio. But you're an instructor out there. You're teaching. You're passing on your knowledge of your skill and your ability to other young girls. Uh, I probably should say this before we end this. We were at a recital not too long ago years. And it was the Christmas pageant. And I sat there listening to all the little mothers with their little new little two, three, four-year-old kids up there on the stage. And they were all like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, these people have got to try and endure what your mother and I and your grandmother and your father and you have endured for the last 17 years. For the last 17 years, we have sat there and watched you grow, watched you try and come up. And now you, you've taken these little kids, because I know some of those girls were yours from your class. You were teaching these girls to dance. And now, you, you know, you started out with the little teddy bear. These girls started out with Christmas sweaters yeah it's so. crazy to think about it definitely <laughs> is it, so it shows you you've grown and you will keep growing and you will do well things because you have not given up on your dream and you will keep going so you will have that dance studio i guarantee i hope so you can be my first student if you want i'll do a private lesson oh uh, you do it with walkers yeah i might have to i don't know you i you got moves man you got you got moves for an old man let me let me hype him up for a minute so my grandpa love him love love my dinosaur dearly is one of the best people i have ever met in my entire life from humor to taste in music to everything in between. He is a spectacular human and I attest so much of who I am today to him. He is my best friend in the entire world and it has been an absolute honor to have you on this well, podcast. It's been an honor to hear. You don't know how long I've been waiting for this. <laughs> it's been so much fun even though we've had to do it twice. Even though this is the second time we are recording it. Was, it. But it makes it all that much better because yeah. we get to do it all. You know, I get it's to look, sit here and look at you and, and just watch, look at your smile <laughs> and enjoy what we're saying and uh really blooded out there what we, we what we feel yeah for sure so thank you so much for joining me thank you guys thank you. for tuning in 
I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I've enjoyed recording it twice now. <laughs> so we're going to end the podcast with what, Papa? How do we end our podcast? High and lows. High and lows. The last time I did it first because I stole the answer and I'm doing it again. I already warned him. So <laughs> my low for today is, although now the sun is out, my low from earlier was that it was kind of rainy today and it's been really nice. So the weather was giving me crappy vibes, but now it's sunny. So I don't know if I can use that, but we're going to still rock with it. And then my high for today is that I got to record a podcast with one of my favorite humans to exist. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you. And it was a pleasure. My low, unfortunately, is, as I always say, and I think pretty much it's always been my low every time I've done this with you, is that the rest of my family isn't here. Yeah. My brother, my sisters and brothers and my sons and daughters and my grandkids, because uh, as I said earlier, they are number one in my life. And anytime I'm not around any of them, it doesn't make me feel right. Uh, especially sometimes we're so far away from each other. My high? Well, seeing you stole the, my highlight, <laughs> which I would love to send. It's been a great pleasure doing this. It's something I've looked forward to for a long time because you've asked me about it for so many so long. Questions were a little surprising, <laughs> a little bit of a challenge, but I love uh, to keep you on your toes. I guess my high is that I'm here, I'm still here and able to turn around and communicate, which is something I think is very, very important nowadays, is to be able to communicate with people. Uh, as we, I think I might have missed it from the first time or the last time, is that I understand with your, and you told me with your podcast, you. You reached out to a lot more people than I, th I thought you did. I thought it was maybe just some of your high school friends or something like that. But I understand that there are other people out there listening to us today. The people I would be surprised to hear from if I knew they were listening from other countries and other states and cities. I want to say to them, thank you very much for listening because it makes me very proud that you find a lot of intelligence coming from my granddaughter that you're willing to listen to her and you enjoy what she says. She did an interview earlier, a mock interview earlier this year or today, this week. And she was telling me how the person really enjoyed what she said in her interview, that she was very enlightening. And I tell her all the time, every time I listen to her podcast, that she is very enlightening. That some of the things that she comes up in her podcast, and I'm sure a lot of you people out there can attest to it, is very enlightening and sometimes very rewarding to hear coming from a young 17, at that is most cases, now an 18 year old young lady. Uh, that you don't hear that from a 17 or an 18 year old person at any time. So I'm very proud of her. I'm very glad that there are people out there are listening to her. And they are paying attention to what she has to say. Thanks, man. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, we'll wrap it up because <laughs> we could we could sit here and talk all day. We're both just going to start crying. Let's get sentimental. We've already cried once today. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you find a bunch of reasons to smile today and this week. And I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. So I'm going to say goodbye for now, and I will see you next Tuesday. Peace out. We got to say three, two, one, peace. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, peace. peace. <laughs>